This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everybody? Trey Biddy with hogsports.com coming to you from the south side of Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium after Arkansas's 13-10 loss to LSU. I don't know if we're expecting fire and brimstone here from me. We'll see where it goes. We'll just see what happens. But I can say that right now, as I'm starting this walk and talk, way more disappointed last week than I am this week because I felt like they just kind of rolled their helmets out last week, didn't show up, didn't have the fire, the energy. Those are things that they can control. Quarterback situation, can't really control that with K.J. Jefferson being hobbled. Now, I thought maybe last week they should have gone with Malik Hornsby, and I actually think his speed would have been more effective against Liberty and maybe have led to a win last week versus LSU's speed out here. Four things jump out to me about this game. And nothing that I'm about to criticize as a Monday morning quarterback. None of it's, you know, after the fact. It's easy to say after the fact. All of these things are things that I'm in the press box looking down and saying is going to happen. And before this game, I just want to say I felt like my pregame article was pretty spot on about how this game would play out, aside from the defense way exceeding my expectations. I didn't think that they could win without K.J. Jefferson also at quarterback, and I think I was wrong on that. But it would have taken four things being different, four things that they got wrong in this one. First one, 216 left right over here. LSU gives them a gift. They fumble the ball. They give them a gift at the 10-yard line. A.J. Green gets it down to the three on the first play, and I just thought when that happened, I was just like, man, here's what's going to happen. They're going to end up going for it instead of kicking a field goal. They're not going to get in the end zone. And I don't know what is going to inspire them to do that, but it's certainly not based on history. I don't know what gave them the confidence to think that they could go for it on fourth and three and have a good chance. And the way the game was shaping up, obviously a field goal would have been paramount. Mistake number one, halftime, not making a change at quarterback. I think they waited a little bit too late you're in a little bit more of desperation mode to make a change at quarterback. I mean, you got two completions for 15 yards in the first half. It's time to make a change at quarterback. And, and with Malik Hornsby, the guy has breathtaking speed. And I think he should continue to play quarterback this year. But after this year, I really think it's probably in the guy's best interest to maybe look at changing positions. Every player on that field would trade their speed for your speed, Malik. Every player on the field. And I just feel like you got to do what's in your best interest. And I think, you know, maybe you don't get to have it all and play quarterback. You've got breathtaking speed, speed that could even take you to the next level, that could make you a millionaire one day. That's beside the point. That's a, that's a discussion for another time. But 
that was the second problem. Needed to make a change at quarterback, go with Fortin early. Now I thought that, again, that Malik probably could have led him to a win against Liberty if he'd been in the game earlier versus a hobble KJ. Coming out of the half, 7-16 left at the 48-yard line, fourth and two, begging them to punt, begging them to punt at that point because you're playing the field position game, and they paid the ultimate price for it. LSU, five plays later, they're in the end zone for a touchdown, their only touchdown of the game. Critical play, critical decision right there, 7-16 mark. Uh, Hornsby takes a sack. They end up getting to the ball at the 40-yard line, and then after that, it's Fortin time. Lastly, Harold Dan Perkins, four sacks, not being more aware of this guy. I don't know, maybe they were aware of him. In the postgame, they said they didn't really have a game plan for him. Those are the four things that you had to get right in this game. Now, you have a healthy K.J. Jefferson. All those things probably slide a little bit. We probably don't talk about that. That's probably a lot help. Half, help. <laughs> My cheeks are starting to freeze a little bit. It's cold. It's like 36. But maybe we're not talking about that the same way if you have a healthy K.J. Jefferson. It means a lot. And I know everybody wants me to breathe fire and brimstone, be furious, and I am. I mean, I'm upset. Obviously, they're 5-5 five and five right now. I think they should probably be more like seven and three. But you lose KJ for two games, have him hobbled in another one, that's just, it's tough. Arkansas is too thin at quarterback. This quarterback room is, is in really bad shape. Yeah, there are some other things that would have done play calling and things like that. But I can honestly say these four things were things that jumped out to me and every single one of them I was saying in the press box before, except for Perkins, that was more of a progressive deal, four sacks throughout the game the key sack at the end. I'm not sure if they got that first down or not, but it was close. I mean, it was with the camera angles they were getting and stuff. I Personally, I thought that they, they didn't get it, but it was it was pretty close. But you had to get those four things right, and, and they didn't get it right. Fire everybody. I'm not on that bus. A lot of people say it's time for Sam Pittman to get the same questions that he was, that Chad Morris was getting. Chad Morris was two and 10 the year before. Everybody started coming down on him super hard. And some were already there. And he was on, on the path to do the same thing the next year. Totally different. Arkansas won nine games with Pittman last year. To me, that still means something. Now, there's an element of fans out there that want everybody fired and stuff, I, I understand that. And if you keep losing, then instead of being like a fringe element, it becomes you know definitely more and more popular. But we're not there yet, in my opinion. Arkansas has had some really bad luck. They've been in situations, again, there's four things right here, and they knock off the number seven team in the country. I picked Arkansas to win this game if they had K.J. Jefferson. If they didn't, I felt like, again, I don't like saying I was right and all this stuff, especially after a loss. That's not what I mean at all. But it did play out about kind of like I thought, a four-quarter game, even without K.J., that probably would end up in a loss. Pretty much what Vegas said. And Vegas, man, those dudes are, are incredible. Anybody who put money, the 80% of people who put money on LSU thinking it was easy money, thinking they were get, thinking they were get something for nothing, got nothing for something. So what's next? Ole Miss. Last I checked, Ole Miss was punching it in to go ahead of Alabama. Maybe they were ahead already by a little bit. 
home environments mean something in this conference, and that's one reason that we saw this game go the way it did. It's one reason that we saw the LSU-Alabama game go the way that it did. Home field matters. And I want to say this, man, the crowd, I was thinking the crowd, when this is about 20 minutes left, I was thinking the crowd just wasn't going to show up. But I was looking at the gap, and the gap was pretty jam-packed. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe so. But they really showed up, man. 73,000. I thought it was probably pretty close. That may not have been a butt-in-the-seats actual crowd size. But it was a little late arriving, being an 11 o'clock game. But, man, they showed up. So kudos to the fans. They were loud. They cheered hard. I don't know if I could, I've talked enough about Arkansas's defense, but fantastic job. Fantastic job. Things that you could take care of before the game started, and that's not losing the team, getting into fight and battle. I thought that they did that. I thought that they showed by the way they played on the field that they're still 100% in. And it's easy when you get like this to start pointing fingers and let go of the rope. You had a lot of negative stuff happen, obviously, after after the game last week some arrest didn't look good i was asking curtis if he wanted to just do this walk and talk for me and just say hey i'm trey biddy <laughs> i feel like i'm getting redundant now i feel like i don't know what else there is to say but Five and five, didn't expect that this season, but that's the situation you're in at quarter. Let's talk about the future a little bit because they got Ole Miss, they got Missouri. I still think Arkansas will win one of those games and go to a bowl game. I'm not saying they can't win both of them. If they have KJ Jefferson healthy and they're at home, absolutely they can. Missouri's not unbeatable on the road either. So the future of this team, what's KJ Jefferson gonna do next year? I know we're already looking ahead, but what's he gonna do? Is he going to come back another year? What's Malik Hornsby's future look like with this team? I've already said my piece on that. It's nothing against the guy. Most people would trade what Malik Hornsby has gifted athletically in a heartbeat. So I don't want him to see that and think that I'm coming down on him because I'm not. I just don't think that that's maybe his best option for the future. Having said that, I think that they could have beaten Liberty with him at quarterback at the same time. I know I keep repeating that, but I, I feel like his speed would have been more effective against them versus, you know, the athletes that LSU has. But they're going to have to do some work in the transfer portal again after this season at quarterback because if you lose KJ, it can't just be like, man, the season's over. We, just, we don't have any options. We don't have any guy that you feel good about. So many other teams, you see something happens at quarterback, and they bring in somebody, and you're like, hey, man, that guy's pretty good. Look at, look at Liberty last week, who lost to UConn today. Football game is a funny, it's a funny sport, man. What's it going to be like next week? Six o'clock game against Ole Miss. I guarantee you if they have a healthy K.J. Jefferson, just based on what I saw today, not letting go of the rope with this team, they're going to have a real chance in that game. And again, we can talk about all the things they could have, should have done. Things are a lot different with KJ. Absolutely be disappointed, guys. I mean, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's okay with me that they 
they battled back and fought. And yeah, disappointed at the same time with the four things that I mentioned that jump out to me that decided this game ultimately. All right. Terrible walk and talk, I'm sure. Everybody's madder than I am. Not that I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. I hate dealing with the negativity and all that stuff. I think they're better than what they're showing. I think there have been some questionable decisions here and there. I just don't think of Sam Pittman the way some do. And I think most people are probably in the same boat I am. Downvote me if you don't like it. All right, everybody. This has been Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.